Scuba Obsessed is a weekly podcast where we talk about all things scuba diving from cool new gear, places to dive, and scuba in the news. Scuba Obsessed episode 64 is recorded live Thursday, April 28th, 2011. Welcome to Scuba Obsessed. Here are some of the items we'll be covering in the news this week. A revisit of the scuba from the dock. Is Nitrox good? Royally toasting, dive carry, and the scuba frisbee next. And as always, i like to welcome... Uh, I can't. Jim's uh, not available tonight. Uh, we're, his, he works for a really mean boss. We'll have to have him tell you about that when uh, he comes on next time. So he's not. he's going to be off this week. And then Mac is also missing. So it's going to be a solo show tonight. We got a full chat room tonight. Uh, we have a celebrity. We have Bob from Talking Scubas in the chat room. We have Rich Sinowick from Diver Sync, Tweetant, Og Tool, Dave. So if you're not listening live in the chat room, you're missing out. And uh, Tweetant is from the UK, so it's about 2 a.m. over there, from what I understand. So uh, it's a late night for him. What I'm going to do, and another thing, if you're not in the chat room, you're missing out on, is we go and throw the the news feeds in. It's a lot more reliable than me getting the show notes up, which usually takes a couple of days. This first article is a revisit of one that we had earlier in the year. Uh, up in Ontario, they've had a lot of squabbling going on on DocSpace. Uh, the website, The Scope, uh, covered at this time. This is divers may be paying for 30th side road dock usage. The uh, council's debating a big Bay Point diving permits and parking on Wednesday. So if you remember from before, there's a lot of people complaining about scuba divers on the dock uh, making a, a mess and blocking parking and keeping boats from going. So as the discussion goes on, they're, they're going to offer permits. You have to buy a permit at the dock. It's for a group. The groups can be 6 or 12 hours permit, and they're uh, $60 or $100 respectively. Uh, members uh, wanting to use the dock will enter into a contract with the town and pay fees, uh, says uh, town clerk Jason Ryanar. As this location is most popular among diving, uh, the staff recommends issuing permits at that dock only. So they got a variety of docks are only going to issue one. Now, is this something uh, in any of these, anything you hear in the show, you want to leave comments, you can go on to Facebook, uh, scubaobsessed.com. Um, it's not scuba obsessed, facebook.com forward slash scuba obsessed, or you go to scubaobsessed.com website and we have comments at the end of the show notes. You can always leave comments there. Let us know what you're thinking. This this may be a good proposal. I just hope that they're not putting the price, making it steeper for the divers. I, we're used to around here on the west side of the state paying for parking. If you go to the uh, the DNR boat ramps, if you don't have a state permit, you're going to have to pay. It could cost you $6, $10, depending on the location. And a lot of the city and county parks and boat ramps all charge. So you're going to expect to pay anywhere from 4 to $10 per vehicle. We're, we're kind of used to it. So that's not too much out of, the, out of the realm of expenses. But I wouldn't want to pay you know, 60 or $100 and then find out that the boaters are getting in for free. Okay, let's see here. The next article is Nitrox Any Good. This one was from Deep Sea News. Uh, and this is the first time I've, I've 
heard of it. Uh, Dan hasn't had a response yet, but what the talk is, uh, but what there's some discussion, uh, research going on saying that there are some side effects that uh, could happen from nitrox use. What they're saying is that, you know, the, the advantages of nitrox is that you're able to stay underwater longer before you enter into deco. But what they're saying is that uh, now it should be cautioned that study was published at the conference and it says that data and conclusions have not been peer-reviewed yet uh, and no white papers are available, but they're, but they're saying that there may be some risks. Uh, what they're doing, the study indicates that uh, nitrox mixed gases may harm the endothelium or the interior surface of blood vessels. Researchers evaluated the function by seeing the vessels dilated after temporary blocking of the artery, flow-mediated dilation kind of like a blood pressure cuff, and blocking results in a temporary, a subsequent temporary increase in blood flow. They did this by using ultrasounds to take a look at it. In 10 dives, the function was below normal, although they had no idea specifically, but it's interesting that it may just not be nitrox. So they were looking at it for nitrox, but they really, by the looks of the study, sounds like they need to increase, the, increase it. They said that in the study, each dive with standard air reduced the, the function by two percentage points, from around 5% flow baseline, whereas it dropped roughly 4 percentage points initial dive with nitrox. So there could just be something inherent about diving that does this anyway. I'm not necessarily sure if this would, I mean, it's not going to keep me from diving, but it's something to uh, listen. The author of the article said that he's contacted the uh, Divers Alert Network and they haven't said anything yet, have any results. This next one, uh, you're probably tired of the royal wedding already, so I'm just going to pile on like we're known to do. Here we've got some divers in the UK that tomorrow, Friday, or in the case of uh, Tweetant, uh, it's already Friday there, but they're going to toast the royal wedding underwater. Divers at the Dotsie Hill Quarry in Tamsworth Staffs in Gildenborough Water in Whitsittle Camps will toast Prince William and Kate Middleton on Friday. Ian Foster, who owns the two diving lakes, said that drinking non-alcoholic bubbly about three meters underwater, see, we did metric today, or nine, just under 10 feet, posed a challenge for divers. An underwater treasure hunt for crowns and tears will be among some of the activities. Prince Charles has been president of the British Subaquatic Club since uh, 1974, and his sons are experienced divers. So, okay, and then this next one up, next article up in the news is Diving Carey. This one is Jim Carey. You know, I don't know if he's a scuba diver or not. I haven't been able to find out, but he was cited. you got to love these articles. They always use the wrong terminology. They say Carey parties in a diving suit. Jim Carey stunned drinkers at a New York hotel uh, last Friday by turning up dressed in full scuba diving gear. Uh, he was wearing goggles, a wetsuit, and a breathing apparatus. And he said it was for his pal's party at the Gremacy Park Hotel. Asked the uh, workers to hand out sharks to each table at the bash. You know, th- that's pretty elaborate. If you're not a diver to go out and grab a full set of gear and go on in, uh, that's that's quite a bit. But uh, maybe, maybe it creates a little bit of publicity, gets somebody in the mood for diving. I know if I saw somebody walking in, that would make me want to go out and get another dive. This next one is uh, Patty is jumping into the branding. That's one of the, the hot things to do with any property you've got is uh, go ahead and get your brand out there. So what they've done, uh, Patty has entered into agree- an agreement with Marathon Products, projects, not products, projects 
to manage a program for scuba guy scuba diving organization, they will be the licensing agent for the brand. So uh, you can expect to see the Patty brand on swimwear, beach apparel, footwear, waterproof watches, cameras, luggage, all sorts of other things, lottery tickets, for example. So there's probably no limit. Now, what does that mean for the average diver? Are you going to is it is it does it change your opinion of Patty at all that they're that they're doing this? But uh, you know, I I would like to you know if uh, Patty was a nonprofit, I I think I'd be a little bit more excited about the branding, thinking that might be able to get something. And does it make something better to have a Patty brand on it? Uh, the next article is Tusa. I always say that say it wrong. So we'll just, I'll just say that's make it believe that's really what it is. But um, the dive gear maker Tusa is partnering with Whammo. And to me, whenever I think of Whammo, it's two things. I think of the Frisbee. And I also, as a kid, had one of these things where you blew into this little blob of goo and made bubbles. And that was another Whammo product. So that's etched in my mind. This one is out of Woodland Hills, California, Long Beach, California. Tusa and uh, Whammo are going to combine to make water products that will be released late 2011. And what I find interesting about this one is, you know, why this partnership? If you already are making gear, is, it, is you know, what mar- end of the market is going to be? Is, the, is it going to be the little toy stuff you see in the side counters at your local big box retailer? Or is it going to be some serious gear and that they've got some additional capabilities that maybe we're not aware of over at Whammo? So uh, it'll be interesting to see how that plays into the market. So they're, they said, looking for high-quality products and top-tier sporting goods, retailers and warehouse clubs across North and South America. And the fall partnership is sure to excite snorkeling and general water sport enthusiasts. No real talk about scuba, so we might be left out in the cold in that one. And we ripped right on through the news. We've got one last one here, which is actually some potentially cool dive gear or scuba gear. Uh, this one is a submarine. This one is out of Techno Lab, and this is a, a two-person submersible bubble. And what they're claiming is that this is it's called the Triton 36000. The sub is designed to dive as deep as the ocean goes, according to this particular blog posting. Uh, to look at a picture of it, it's kind of like this big dome. It's got two, it looks like cruise missiles strapped to the side of it. And it's going down. So, uh, but they're claiming it can go anywhere to the bottom. Another thing that's nice. There's a little video which I haven't watched. If you click on over to the link uh, that will be in the show notes, you'll be able to get there and, and take a look at that. But I love the yacht that they've got. I, I can't tell for the photo if it's superimposed or if that's actually how it is. The so the yacht. It's a. It looks to be about a 80 or 90 foot yacht with a helicopter, a submersible off the bat deck, and then a. Uh, a, a boat that I would dive off of on my own, which they would probably call a dinghy. Uh, so they're saying that the sub is strong enough for 500 feet per minute to the bottom of 35,000 feet. So, yeah, okay. So let's let's see if that's that's the case. I really want to see it. Let, let's have them shoot some video for us. That would be interesting to see. Uh, if you remember, we we skipped over this last week, but we had scuba news in the history. What we're going to do is uh, I go back over the article. If you remember, and I gave away too much the week before, is this one was a uh, French scuba team finds parts from the St. 
Exbury's missing plane. The French scuba team had discovered parts of the missing warplane piloted by Antoine de saint Exbury, author of The Little Prince and one of France's most beloved writers, the Air French official reported. French aviation hero uh, disappeared during World War II two during a flying reconnaissance mission. He'd been disappeared. Nobody knew what happened. The The flight he had last gone on was July 31, 1944. Sometime after that, being pulled up in a fisher's net, the bracelet came up. Now, uh, if you remember, the, if you've been listening and you see we did this before, the goal of this is to see if you can guess what year this news article is. So uh, do we have anybody in the chat room who wants to guess uh, any year? Uh, we'll only mock you if you're completely wrong. So we have anybody tweeting, Ted, Og, anybody? Come on, somebody's got to be brave enough. So Rich has 1975. You know, Rich is going to win if you know, if nobody else wants to go. So we have an 85, we have a 69. So <laughs> Ogdul did a random guess, another uh, 1969. So this one actually, maybe I threw you off because it was a little too recent. This one was actually from 2004, one of the newer ones we've done. Uh, they actually, when they found the bracelet, uh, was in, um, let's see, 1998. It was caught by a fisher, fisherman's net in the Mediterranean. Uh, soon after official scouring, the pieces of the wreck brought up for analysis, found the serial number 2734 and confirmed that it was his missing craft. Paste that into the chat room if anybody wants to take a look at the, the article. And then uh, another side note is that until the euro currency was introduced in 2002, the novelist image actually appeared on the 50-franc note. So that was that one. Uh, hopefully this next one will be interesting. We'll see what we get, if anybody gets a an an, uh, correct answer, and we'll, we'll go ahead and do this one next week. This one was out of New York. Please say they watched two scuba divers from, swim from a Colombian ship to a Brooklyn dock with $7 million worth of cocaine early Friday. A short time later, agents raided the house near the pier and arrested five Latin Americans. When police broke in, one man was still in his diving outfit, they said. Officers said they seized 28 pounds of cocaine. The five were booked on charges of possession of dangerous drug and, and possession of drug paraphernalia. Authorities said cocaine was brought in aboard the Colombian ship Francis Miguel, which has docked in Brooklyn five times in seven months. The ship had been under surveillance each time, and authorities said the investigation was continuing. So we'll cover that one next week. So uh, give us a guess if you can figure out which one that one is. And that does it for the news. It's amazing when I do it by myself how quick we go through that. Uh, much more interesting. By the way, if you know some other people we've been at, we're adding some staff to the show. We've got quite a bit of response. So you'll be hearing some new voices on Scuba Obsessed over the next several weeks, and uh, some of them we have from around the world. So uh, we're going to be bringing in people from uh, other countries and actually other time zones. That's actually been one of the more challenging parts. We wanted to get, uh, you know, we're, we're kind of known as a Midwest dive show, which we absolutely love to support and talk about diving in Lake Michigan because I think we have some of the best diving in the world. Maybe not the clearest, maybe not the warmest, but we do have some of the best, and, and we enjoy it. So wherever you are, there's some local diving that you need to be getting into. But we've got divers in uh, pretty much every time zone who have uh, 
asked to be on the show. So we'll be doing some tests, making sure that we can get decent Skype connections and we'll have them on. So we'll be getting, we'll be hearing about some other dive locations. And then also we're looking for people who maybe can't commit to uh, being on the program every week. We'll have some who will be doing a uh, spot maybe once a month, or if you've got an idea for a segment. Also, if you want to do submission, uh, you can always mail to us at the show at scubaobsessed.com. You're also able to, uh, if you've got some material, go ahead and send it. we got questions. Go ahead and send them an MP3. If you got an iPhone or an Android or some other device, which will make video plug, uh, little video audio calls, little notations, go ahead and make them on there, and you zip those up and send them to us, and we'll get... We'll get those on the show, so we'd love to answer your questions. Uh, maybe we'll do some sort of segments. You know, when Jim, Jim gets back, we'll have to punish him with uh, some sort of time, so maybe we'll have a, a Stump Jim segment. So start thinking of some questions. Uh, we also have some other segments that I'm planning on doing that we'll be getting onto the show here right away. And then always, uh, since we got celebrities in the chat room, make sure that you go out and you check some of them out. One is uh, Talking scuba talking hyphen scuba.com go over there listen to them they have an excellent video podcast and also we have rich at diver sync divers sync and that's s-y-n-c.com and then go over and uh like all our facebook pages we love that facebook love also on if you're on twitter go ahead and do scuba obsessed is our show twitter account and then i'm darren jilson on scuba on twitter and then we've got jim kleeman or jay kleeman j-k-l-i-e-m-a-n-n and then uh, the other hosts that will be on the show also have Twitter accounts, so we'll have some of that going. Uh, this is a segment we talked about last week's dives, but the last thing, uh, and that was, I was going to say, if it was Easter everywhere, which it was, whether you observed it or not, that's another matter, but we had Easter here. My family observed Easter on Saturday and on Sunday. Uh, Saturday was with my wife's side of the family, and, and uh, Sunday was with mine. And I did have it kind of blocked out where I was going to get a dive in, but it was just kind of cutting it a little bit close. So, you know, you kind of put it in the bank. So this is in the family bank account, so I can go ahead and get a dive in some other time. So maybe I'll do uh, do some dives this weekend, both Saturday and Sunday. Definitely going to get in Saturday. We've got to get on Lake Michigan. This time last year, we probably had five dives on Lake Michigan. We don't have one yet. We've had storms. It's been raining all week. My wetsuit is hanging out in a tree in the front yard. And I have it. I can't get it dry. I, I dried the, you know, I, I have it. You know, I dry the inside first. I hang it out in the tree. The, when the wind blows, it dries pretty quick. So then I flipped it out, and then it rained. So I've been leaving it. And I just every time I go to put it away, it is wet. So I, I'm almost a point of bringing it in. But that to me is giving up on spring. If I bring my wetsuit and let it dry inside, it's got to dry outside. So it's getting that nice soft rain washing right now. Um, you know, maybe that's a it's a good brand for uh, some dive suit cleaning chemicals would be rainwash or, or something. So that about does it for me. Uh, sorry for the sh- short show. So, uh, but what we're going to do is I uh, invite everybody to stay on for the divers roundtable. I got last week's up. Uh, let me know if that's a segment that you you guys like. It's a little tougher to produce than the regular segment. A little bit more editing in there that I'm accustomed to, but, you know, if you like it, we'll keep doing it. And I know everybody uh, who comes on the show likes, and we like hearing everybody talk about the, their diving and what, they, what they've what they been getting into. So, uh, you know, hopefully that gets that becomes popular. 
Oh, there's going to be a joke. Don't worry. I, I, you know, we we might not have a co-host on tonight, but we're going to get into the joke. Uh, but it's going to be a little little quick joke at that. And then let me go through my notes. I'm going through. See, normally I have Jim talk or Mac talk, and it gives me time to go through all my notes. And tonight I am just ripping through them. And to those who are listening recorded, you don't hear all my pauses that I do in the live show. It's a, the, the magic of some of the editing tool. It takes out all my mistakes. So uh, I, I, I'm actually not this good. On that note, again, thanks for everybody in the chat room. Sorry tweeting that we didn't have a little bit longer show, but uh, we'll just look at it this way. We're just trying to get you some sleep time. At the end of the show, I'm going to uh, go ahead and anybody who's in the chat room, uh, just put in your Skype name uh, that I've got you registered in, and then I'll bring you right on. So Here's warning for the bad scuba joke. One recent Sunday, a teenage boy arrived at his Sunday school class a couple of minutes late. His teacher knew that the boy was usually very prompt and asked him if anything was wrong. The boy replied no, that he was uh, going to go scuba diving, but his dad had told him that he needed to go to church instead. The teacher was very impressed and asked the boy if his father explained to him why it was more important to go to church than to go diving. To which the boy replied, yes, ma'am, he did. My dad said there was only one tank full of air, and he didn't have enough for both of us. So until next week, go out there and get wet, and as ever, whoever the co-host says, dive safe. Okay. Hey, Dave. Hey, how's it going? Rich wanted in. Uh, Rich did. Okay. Ted said he was in. Okay, Ted. Can you hear me? I can hear you, Rich. So you're packing. Yeah, well, sort of. I'm getting my stuff done that I have to get done. And I just figured I'd sit down and get it done on the computer while I'm talking to you, but I can't, couldn't be as active as I wanted to be. I'm oh, still no problem. being one of those unfortunate things. Oh, I, I know how it goes. Hey, Anthony. Hey, guys. Hey. How are you? Okay, there we go. So here we go. We got uh, Bob, Rich, Anthony, Craig, and Dave on. The Scuba Divers Roundtable.